Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. The uh, Little River Band opening the show there, Patrick. You know it is. It's the Night Owl. Great hit from 81. Awesome. <laughs> well, I thought you were going with uh, the Lonesome uh, Loser. Was that a shot at me? You decided that'd be a little too offensive? You want something else? I think it was just a bit of a harsh opener. Maybe we'll get to it later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is Oilers Now. More on why we chose the uh, Little River Band in a second. But Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by Digitex for their copiers and printers. And the service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at Big Savings, digitexsupplies.ca. On the show today... Mark Spector will join us in studio for an hour every Thursday. It's Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. HRA celebrate the biggest day in Western Canadian racing. The 89th running of the Canadian Derby Saturday, August 25th at Northlands Park. Yes, we mentioned Little River Band because tonight they are at the River Creek Resort and Casino. You can get tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. That's our Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. And you can call us on the program today at 135. We didn't have a lot of time for interaction yesterday on the Sekera News, so 
you can uh, chime in at 135 with your solutions. How do the Oilers make do without Sekera? What should Peter Shirelli do uh, in terms of bringing in another defenseman? Or should he just leave it as is heading into the season? We'll get to that at 135 when we go fully interactive. And from 1235 to 135, Mark Spector will be in studio. You can also text us 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson and Westlock Ford. Or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We'll get to uh, NHL today here in a few minutes. We will also update you on the MVP odds. They were released today by Vovada and, of course, Connor McDavid is the favorite to win the Hart Trophy next season, according to Bovada. That's not a surprise at all. Uh, Rounding out the top five in terms of favorites, we have Crosby, Matthews, Ovechkin, and Tavares. We'll break that down in a few seconds. Of course, the Eskimos getting set to uh, play Montreal on Saturday, and it's still smoky, and we have no idea at this point if there is going to be a game or not. And it also sounds like Johnny Menzel won't play on Saturday due to a concussion if there is a game. So we're still waiting to see on a few fronts here. But uh, Morley Scott was tweeting this out earlier today from the CFL saying the Eskimos game. And uh, the Alouettes, of course, the Eskimos are both aware of the challenges caused this week by forest fire smoke encroaching on the city of Edmonton. Our thoughts are with those directly affected by the fires and the people battling them. We are in touch with our weather experts who advise it remains too early to gauge what conditions may be for Saturday's game. The health and safety of our fans and players is our priority as we continue to assess the situation. Of course, the Eskimos had to practice indoors yesterday as well. And uh, this is a tricky situation for players such as Adam Konar, who suffers from asthma. So it's tough for him to breathe in these conditions. Brad Whisker is in studio right now, and we're going to get to NHL today in a second. But Brad, I'm not a weather expert. I'm not not a smoke expert or anything like that. But to me, it would be tough to to play some football out there right now. Oh, absolutely. And the weather network and, and global and all these weather advisories, I mean... Right now, the air quality health index is out of seven. To put that so what in does per- that mean? So to put that in perspective, you just it goes... You said you weren't a weather expert, but now you, you seem no, to No, according to weather oh, okay. experts, yeah. So it goes from one to ten. I was impressed when you broke that, uh, one, that number up. One on the low end, ten is very extreme. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's out of seven. So to your point about Adam Konar, if you're Adam Konar and you're running around the field as fast as he does, that asthma could kick in and it makes it'll make him... It'll it'll be tough during the game, and that'll make for adjustments for Jason Moss. I mean, if Adam Konar's out out there for two plays and he feels like he's having a tough time to breathe, suddenly you have to make adjustments on the fly. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, seven is high. Yesterday we were above ten. It's a number that you can't really even even register, and that's why they moved it inside. So hopefully... Well, seven for someone with asthma, that's like a ten. Oh, absolutely. He's not the only one on either roster that is deals with asthma. So that, I mean, that'd be extremely tough. I was playing softball the other day and I was having a hard time and that's just running to first base. Yeah. In softball. Yeah. <laughs> in a beer league softball of, yeah, game. You just sort of jog over to first base yeah. a lot of the time. So. Yeah, exactly. You're not even giving it 50%, let alone a hundred. So, I mean, the CFL is obviously going to monitor the situation, but we were talking before the show started. 
it's tough to reschedule a game mm-hmm. if they do postpone it. I mean, I made the point that in baseball and hockey, you can come up with a, a day where they're mutually off, or in baseball, the next time they're in town, they play a doubleheader. But in football, with bye weeks yeah. and whatnot, I mean, uh, it's going to be a, a bit of a tough task, depending on how the bye weeks play out. Yeah, you can't play doubleheaders in football, that's for sure. So you need about a week to recover in between games. And yeah, I don't know what they'll do if uh, that's the case. Could they maybe wait and see if Sunday's any better? I don't know if that's an option. Yeah, that could be one. I mean, that'd be really tough for the Eskimos. They play on Thursday yeah. night. So the turnaround is already quick going from yeah. Saturday to Thursday. They probably wouldn't want to do that either. So yeah, if you're Jason Moss, you would advise against that. So then then what are you looking at? I have no idea. It's interesting. So it is, yeah. A few storylines, Manziel and the weather. <laughs> and <laughs> the weather has played such a big factor in the Eskimos season. Yeah. It seems every game there's a thunderstorm. Now we have smoke. Games have been delayed. I mean, that one against Winnipeg, it finished at like mm. 1 o'clock in the morning. It, they just can't catch a break. Trust me, I know all about that being on the sidelines, and it's not a lot of fun when uh, the rain comes down the entire football game and I the one game it was raining I brought out a little crappy umbrella and uh, the rain was going so hard it snapped the umbrella right in half and then I had no umbrella and I was basically on the rain for the entire game that was a lot of fun so well you're not going to want to be outside in the smoke I no. mean you know uh, it, even just going from inside this building to your car it instantly hits you you know you're not left breathless or anything but you can feel yeah. it and you're you're covered in it Yesterday, I was just watching this Sky Tracker thing behind us on Global, and that did not look very uh, nice outside. So it, it's not great. It's not great. I really hope, and they're calling for more smoke all through the day tomorrow mm-hmm. and overnight into Saturday. Best case scenario, we get a little bit of rain overnight Friday, and hopefully the skies can clear up because we've you know proposed a few options about how they would hold this game in the future, and it just it's going to be it's going to be tough. And losing a bye week is something teams don't want, especially as you move later in the season. One from a business standpoint for the Eskimos, you talked about some of those tough uh, weather games already this season. This was one they're likely circling on the calendar saying, okay, August, Saturday nights, like this is great. Let's get out there. Almost the end of summer here. Like this is a, a prime time game for them. And then the smoke rolls in and they might not be able to uh, host the game. So that would be uh, a tough break for the Eskimos organization, but we'll wait and see as we it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com get closer to the weekend fingers crossed that the Eskimos and Alouettes will be able to take the field on Saturday all right we'll talk more about the Eskimos a little bit later I know Mark Spector will have his opinion on that too he'll also have his opinion on the Sekera injury we'll get into that at 1 30 and uh, you can text us right now 6 30 6 30 as well on that but MVP odds out today and 
you know, no one's complaining that Connor McDavid is the favorite. I mean, I think that's the easiest decision ever for Vegas to pencil him in as the odds-on favorite. But after that, it gets interesting because you have Crosby, you have Matthews, you have Ovechkin, and Tavares. And I have the number one uh, Maple Leafs fan here in studio, Brad Whisker, <laughs> in the city of Edmonton. So it's interesting that two Maple Leafs cracked the top five here, Brad, because, I mean, if the Leafs, if one of those guys is going to win the MVP, it's likely because they have an outstanding season and maybe the other guy doesn't. Like, Yeah, and that's the, that's the scary thing when I think about it, right, is if Matthews goes for 90 or 95, does that mean Tavares has just missed 20 games or 25 games or has a subpar season? I would much rather see them, you know, match up in points, kind of like Kucherov and, and Stamkos. But they're on separate lines most likely, right? So yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah, so, I don't know. yeah it's, a, it's an interesting thought. I mean, I would probably move up Kucherov in place of, of one of the Leafs, personally. I mean, he's, yeah. he's been one of the best players the last few seasons. Who else rounded out the top 10? Yeah, the top five we mentioned. So you have Ovi at number four, Crosby two, Matthews three, and then Tavares five. But Taylor Hall, the reigning MVP at number six, I think he should be in the top five. He just won the thing. So (laughs) I think that would be a safe bet. You have Kucherov at six, or at seven, sorry, and then McKinnon at seven. Of course, McKinnon was, you know, going neck to neck with uh, Hall last year for that MVP. And I could, you know what? I think McKinnon should be higher too because I think that Avalanche team is on the rise. And McKinnon sort of had his breakout party last season. And I don't think he's finished. No, absolutely not. Another guy I would put in my top five in place of one of the Leafs. Yes, I am a Leafs fan, but <laughs> I would put Claude Giroux in the top five. You look at his numbers over the last five seasons. He sits in the top five in points, points per game, assists, captain of the team, number one center, good on the power play. This guy does not get the respect he deserves. Yeah, 102 points last year. Was he third or fourth in league scoring? I believe he was third. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, I know what you're saying exactly. And Philadelphia wasn't expected to really make the playoffs either, and he sort of carried them into the playoffs too. So. Well, look at their goaltending situation yeah. last season. They went through three or four of them. And I mean, they also were battled with injuries. Wayne Simmons had a decent season. Voracek had a pretty good season, but... Drew was second, actually. He was Kucherov second. Kucherov was third with 100, so yeah, he even uh, finished ahead of Kucherov. And I mean, you pulled up his, his numbers there over his career. He's been consistent 80-plus guy. On a team that really, throughout his career in Philadelphia, has never been great. They've been good, but they've never been a great team. They've never been mm-hmm. really deep or made a deep run. They've been all right. I do like the Flyers a lot, though, moving forward. They have some really good uh, young players. They signed JVR as well, uh, who comes back to uh, Philadelphia. I think uh, Provorov's going to uh, take another step forward this season, too. So I really like Philadelphia long-term. And, yeah, I love Claude Giroux, one of my favorite players, and he has been for a while. Um, what else is I going to get to? Okay, so McDavid is number one, and he didn't win the MVP last year despite scoring 108 points, 41 goals. So what does he need to do this year to win the MVP if the Oilers don't make the playoffs? If they do, I think he's a slam dunk to win the MVP as long as he gets over 100 points. But if uh, if the Oilers miss the playoffs again, does he need to get 115, 120 to... Uh, because this is the debate, and yeah. everybody sees this differently. And we talked about this a lot last season, about uh, do you need to you know, make the playoffs to be considered in the MVP conversation? I don't think you do. 
personally. I mean, you post 108 points in today's NHL and dominate night in, night out like Connor McDavid does. Yeah. He would have had my vote for MVP. Well, he wasn't even nominated. No, I know, but... That's great. I know what you're saying. Like, that's cr- I, I agree with you, but it's crazy to think he wasn't even nominated. Like, how? Yeah. How do you leave a guy that gets 108 points and plays his heart out every night on a team that was just, you know... I, we all know the story from last yeah. year. There's no need to go over it, but... Well, on the players voted on the MVP, too, so... Yeah. Yeah, and that, that shows that, you know, the players appreciate and understand his value on that team. Because, to me, you have to look at... If he's not there every night... How much, how much worse are the Oilers without Connor McDavid? Even if he misses twenty games, you know, knock on wood, we're talking about last season. If he misses twenty games, how many do the, do the Oilers win? Yeah. Five, six games, maybe. I mean, he's the reason they won games a lot of nights. Yeah, I would have had him nominated over Kopitar. Although I do think Hall and McKinnon deserve nominations, and it's hard to deny. Taylor Hall based on what he did because New Jersey as you just talked about McDavid like where would the Devils be without Taylor Hall last season well he he finished what 40 plus points yeah above his uh, above Heischer yeah so I mean yeah he's playing with an 18 year old rookie and he wins the MVP it's pretty impressive so well Well, the MVP talk of that for now we can uh, get back to some text I'm sure a bunch are coming in I want to get to NHL today here quickly Brad because I know you uh, prepared that for us We'll get to NHL today for our friends over at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Thanks, BU. The end could be near for Detroit Red Wings captain Henrik Zetterberg. Head coach Jeff Blaschel has hinted that Zetterberg will not be able to play this season because of lingering back issues. 37-year-old managed to play through it last year, posting 56 points. Zetterberg has spent his whole career with the franchise averaging nearly a point a game. He will turn 38 in October. The Anaheim Ducks have signed restricted free agent Andre Kasha to a three-year deal. It will carry an average annual value of $2.6 million. Kasha scored 20 goals in 66 games last season. Winnipeg Jets forward Patrick Laine says he's in no rush to sign an extension as he enters the final year of his entry-level deal. Laine scored a career-high 44 goals last season. And Tampa Bay Lightning forward Ryan Callahan is skating for the first time since undergoing shoulder surgery in June. He is expected to be ready by November. That uh, Andre Casa signing for Anaheim is outstanding. Like I great really, value too. Yeah, I was really impressed by him last season, and they have a lot of older guys in the mix. He's a guy that could, you know, potentially play in their top six this season. And I think he was on the third line for most of last season. He had 20 goals, so he's he's an he's an up and comer. That seems like a steal to me. Uh, that's a good contract for the Anaheim Ducks and a good find. They drafted yeah. him in the seventh round. Absolutely. So I mean, uh, you get when you get value out of a player like that, and then he commits for another three years at 2.6 million. I mean, the guy's going to be a keeper. He'll be there for a while to come. I mean, like you said, top six, more power play time. It's going to be a good season for him. Don't know about the Ducks. That's an interesting team uh, this season with uh, Kessler likely maybe sitting this season out. I know Elliot Friedman has sort of been hinting at that at times due to his injury problems. Corey Perry has uh, taken a step back in recent years. Getzlaff keeps on going, but you would think eventually there'll be a little bit of a drop there with him. So I don't know about this Ducks team. I like their D still a lot, but uh, I don't know. What do they look like once you know Getzlaff takes a step back? It'll be interesting to see where they finish in the Pacific Division this season. Yeah, it's something. I mean, uh, Getzlaff is he'll be 33 next year, and, and I mean he's been he's been often injured throughout his career yeah. too. Consistently misses 10 or 15 games a year. Corey Perry, I mean, and he plays his heart 
Yeah, oh, like I love get, watching Getzlaff play, except when he plays Oilers in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, I mean Corey Perry, it's like he fell off a cliff. Yeah, I mean that guy's production has, has been cut in half the last uh, couple seasons. So the Ducks are an interesting team. Um, I could see them maybe getting a wild card spot, but I could also see them outside the playoffs. I think they'll be a fringe team this upcoming season. I agree with you on that. Well, uh, thanks for stopping by, Brad. That's NHL today for elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear. We'll take a time out. When we get back, we'll uh, mix in a few text messages. And then after the 1230 news, I can see him. He's here in the house. It's Mark Spector from Sportsnet. Twelve twenty-seven in Edmonton. Back here on Oilers now. Brendan Ulrich with you. Mark Spector is here. He'll join us in studio every Thursday. Stoffer and Spector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. We'll uh, bring aboard Spec after the uh, twelve thirty news. You can text us six thirty six thirty. A few quick text messages here. Mark Scheifele is my dark horse for MVP. Also today here, Brad Wright, Matthews, 90 to 95 points. He's never cracked 70. Well, I, you know what? To back up Brad, I think Matthews could get 90 points this season. I mean, yeah, he's never cracked 70, but he's going to have a bust-out season here right away, and it could be next season. Especially with Tavares gobbling up a lot of the attention as well. So maybe he doesn't get the 90, but I think he'll likely crack 80 for sure. He was a point-per-game guy last year, so if he plays all 82 games, he likely gets over 80. So we'll see what happens there. But I do agree with you on Mark Scheifele. Scheifele was unbelievable in the playoffs. And he had an injury last year. And maybe if he was healthy all season, he, he would have been in the conversation when it was all said and done. Mark Scheifele is a big-time player, and uh, they have something cooking on that top line with Wheeler and Connor. So, yeah, I like that as well. Where is Shifley on this list? He's not, he is in the top 10, actually. He is, they have him at nine behind McKinnon and Kopitar at 10. Malkin and Kane, Bovada, they have Malkin at 11 and Kane at 12. Those are two former Hart Trophy winners. If you're looking to, uh, you know, make some money here, maybe a place a bet on one of those two guys. I wouldn't advise. For it because I think McDavid will likely win it when it's all said and done. But I could see Malkin or Kane having another outstanding season. It's uh, 12.29 in Edmonton. We'll take a break for the 12.30 news. When we come back, we will be joined in studio by Mark Spector. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.